Hello and welcome to A Dose of Fresh Air, your outlet for some guidance and support through the ups and downs of everyday life. This is a series that is in addition to vitamins for breakfast, aiming to still provide you with all you'll ever need to help amplify your life. So welcome to A Dose of Fresh Air. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of A Dose of Fresh Air. Today, I will be providing you with a few tips to help you cope with the fear that's been brewing up with this new virus. It's literally like the elephant in the room. Like This virus is really creating a lot of um, hysteria, panic. Um, and rightfully so. I, I understand where it's coming from. You watch the news every day and you don't see it getting any better. If anything, you see it progressively getting worse. It started off with, um, you know, the cases in China. Then it started to spread um, all throughout Europe, um, Italy, Spain. And then we started having cases here in the United States. Um progressively now we're having like school closings social distancing um bars gyms um, restaurants are closing um people are being uh, told to work from home or set up to work from home um it's getting to a point now where it almost feels like damn this is a lot bigger than than we thought and I myself was one of those people where I saw this as kind of like a cry wolf situation I was like eh, here they go again telling us like the world's about to end I'm not gonna panic I'm not gonna run to the store and buy a bunch of things like these people are just so brainwashed by the system and what they tell them and then the more and more I watch the news I'm like shit like this shit is real. <laughs> like, like Cardi B said, coronavirus shit is getting real. Like, shit is getting real. Um, but I don't want to focus so much on, like, the fact that it is progressively um, changing. New information is arising. Um, more and more people are arising with the coronavirus. Um, and, and I don't want to necessarily, necessarily focus on that. You do have the news to get all that information. And that's, you know, that's going to be the place for you to get your dose of dose of that. But here on, on Dose of Fresh Air, I just really want to give you uh, a chance to just get a woo-saw in throughout this whole mess. Um, I want to start off by just, just discussing a little bit of... Um, just these these virus outbreaks. This is not the first time. I know. I'm sure you know that um, we've had a virus outbreak. You had a bunch of virus outbreaks in the past. Um, the one that that I feel like everyone thinks of is like the Ebola virus that broke out. Um, it was first found in West Africa, and it affected places like. Um, Liberia, Sierra Leone, um, and and that was something that like when it reached here in the United States, everyone was freaking out. There was there was a man who was diagnosed in Texas with it, and um, everyone was freaking out because it was like a deadly virus. And I think that's why when you have cases like now, when you hear about the coronavirus, you're like, ah, oh, it's just this this too shall pass is how we feel. But I just wanted to 
start off with the first tip, which is perspective. So in me mentioning the Ebola and that we do have cases that have arised in the past with different viruses that have um, started maybe in a third world country and, and reached here or whatever the case is, um, we've seen it in the past, we have combated them. Um, I think also if you just look at it in a, like in a grand scheme of things, like when Ebola hit in Africa, in, in, those, lo- in those locations that I mentioned in West Africa, there was 29,000 reported cases. And from the 29,000 reported cases, 12,000 resulted in fatalities. Um, 10,000 of them survived. And the rest of them pretty much were like undocumented. In West Africa, like in the places where it was diagnosed, which was Liberia, Sierra Leone, um, Guinea, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, excuse me if I pronounce it wrong, but in those three places, the population combined there was 24 million people. So out of the 24 million people, they had 29,000 cases. Half of those cases, or less than half of those cases, unfortunately died. Um, The other half survived, and again, like 7,000 cases just remained undocumented. Um, And once it reached here in the U.S., um, the people who it affected, because here it was like 11 cases, and eight of the cases were um, U.S. medical aid workers who were volunteering in Africa. Um, Out of those 11, seven survived. One died, and the other three cases also remain undocumented. And this is all according to the CDC. And um, that passed. They were able to control it. It didn't spread any further than that. And that was the end of that. And we all moved on with our lives. And apparently, this was something that lasts from, like, 2014 to 2016. It lasts quite some time. That It was, like, it, it was still coming up. You know, I'm sure at the beginning of it, um, it was highly talked about and then it started to die down and I really really pray that corona is going to be the same case where it's like we'll we'll get this under control we'll find you know a vaccine that will help those who are infected or who do come in contact with the virus and then we can just start kind of getting our lives back on track but like I said um this is just this example of the Ebola is just kind, just to kind of give you perspective in reference to comparing it to you know the virus that we're we're seeing today in reference to numbers. I don't think uh, like again we shouldn't necessarily sit here and compare, but we can at least cross reference to kind of try to give us perspective. Um, the coronavirus is um, a virus that can be transmitted from human-to-human interaction, and it is something that affects the respiratory system. So it'll give you symptoms such as coughing, fever, trouble breathing, also pneumonia. Um, it can, it can in severe cases, it can get to that point. And um, the most high-risk people are people who have respiratory issues, um, who are elderly, um, diabetic, just anyone who's already has like um, an underlining disease that could possibly cause a reaction that can lead to a fatality and right now based on the research that I saw on the CDC mind you I did do this research two days ago so if things have changed within two days don't quote me but um 
there's 1600 cases that have been reported 138 of them are travel related 129 of them are from human contact and the other 1300 still remain under investigation so we don't have so much information to lose our minds yet in reference to how this is being transferred and stuff like that and in retrospect in reference to cases if there's 1600 cases in a population uh, or in a country that houses you know over 300 million people in retrospect it isn't that bad coming in contact with this virus and contracting it and then losing your life it matters in you know no matter how you dice it but i'm saying in reference to how we're panicking i think um if you get the information and you do the research it'll help you gain a little bit of perspective to kind of help you um you know cope with what's happening if you're sitting every single day and you're watching the news and you're listening to the news uh, that might not be the best source for you to get your information and for you to gain some perspective on what's happening i would highly recommend that you check the cdc um, they are routinely updating their site on what's going on and you can get exact numbers and the exact no- number of cases, um, the states where, where the states have, like how much cases are within every state and stuff like that, how many deaths are in every state. Um, so you can definitely, you can rely on the CDC to really get that perspective. And that's, and that's tip number one. I, I, I definitely think that in order for us to really deal with this hysteria, this panic, and this fear that's brewing because of this virus, I would definitely say make it your mission to be well-informed, do your research, don't rely so much on the news and what the news is saying, um, and definitely, you know, look into the history of how this country has dealt with a virus or when this virus has hit this country um, just to gain some perspective and maybe to see the evolution of things just to kind of help you um, navigate that. Uh, You know, I brought the Ebola case just to say it's not the first time this has happened um, and, and it probably won't be the last. There's a lot that we could learn from this situation. So I definitely feel like using, you know, the past, the numbers of the in the research that's happening in today's case can really help you gain a perspective so you don't, you know, really lose your mind during this time. All right, so the second tip that I have for you guys um, is pretty much this virus is a wake-up call. Like I was mentioning before, it's it's we can learn from this, but not only can we learn from this, I want people to realize that this is a wake-up call. All these precautions that people are taking now with the hand sanitizer, um, you know, cleaning all surfaces, making sure they wash their hands, these are all things that we should have been doing prior to this happening. This is this this is the result of when humans get lazy. This is the result when humans don't take things too seriously when they should. It's similar to health, just health in general. You want to eat, 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 and then when you go get your blood work done and find out you have diabetes diabetes and you wonder how did we get here you have to do the work to ensure that we don't end up in these type of circumstances and like I said um some things are out of our control but 
the the way that it is now where people are like fighting for hand sanitizer and and just really crazy about washing their hands and these are all things that you should have been doing prior to this this is really teaching us something about hygiene the importance of of making sure that we're clean that we're cleaning up after ourselves that you know you monitor you know how you distribute germs like i i i can't listen i i'm not gonna lie the the subway is probably one of the nastiest places ever like i have seen people legit clean their nose and then hold on to the metal poles that once they get off on that stop and you get on on that stop you didn't see him do that prior and then you go grab the pole same place that person grabbed the pole like there's some people who are so strict about no shoes in the house no outside clothes in the bed there's there's just some precautions that i do think were worth considering prior and a lot of people didn't. People got lazy. They just think that everything's always going to be fine because it is. And this was a wake-up call. So I think that accepting what this is, this reality, is going to help you with this feeling of fear and chaos. Just accept that this is bigger than you. This is a wake-up call. This is good. This is for you to learn. Um, this is for us to grow. This is not only for us as individuals, but the government who didn't prepare for this, who didn't take the right precautions, who wasn't expecting for this to get to this point, they're going to learn from this. We're all going to learn from this. It's, it, it, it also teaches us that if you take away jobs, if you take away um, like bars and hanging out, like who are you really? I think this is a time of reflection. I think this is a time that's forcing people to really be introspective and work within and do the work within for them to really um, just be their best selves. I see this as a great opportunity for a lot of people. Um, a lot of people have just been on the hamster wheel of life and haven't stopped to look around and smell the roses and not necessarily smell the roses because I wouldn't recommend you really go outside, really practice that social distancing. But I'm saying like as a metaphor, like it's really time for you to like look around in your life see the places that and the things that you should work on it's it's a time it's a, it's a blessing and a curse and i feel like don't necessarily focus on the bad side of this and really um use it as a wake-up call that's really that's really beneficial for you in the end tip number three my people my listeners my lovely listeners my my lights because you guys are all lights you guys all have a light within you i need you guys to really shine that human and that soul within yourself onto others and don't perpetuate this overreacting that's happening where people are fighting for hand sanitizer like i mentioned before toilet paper i watched a whole video of two grown women throw down over toilet paper and this this lady i'm telling you literally had a cart full of like 12 pack toilet rolls she literally had 12 packs of 12 pack rolls so I mean, do the math. She has 144 rolls here. And this poor lady is like fighting her just to get one pack of 12. And it's like, there's no need for it to be this in, at this extreme. I think that's an overreaction. That's You really just are taking 
taking it to extremes. We can't operate on extremes, my people. We cannot operate on extremes. You're going to go down some, some real, real rabbit hole and probably not be able to come out because you're literally operating on fear. And you're allowing the idea of this getting out of hand to really make you lose that human in you. Listen, you can have all the toilet rolls in the world. You can have all the hand sanitizer in the world. You can have all the the food in the world and and everyone else around you is what we're all gonna we're all gonna contract the virus because we don't have the essential resources that we need and and what so you're gonna live like fucking sandy from bikini bottom in a in a glass shell and and that's gonna be the rest of your life while the rest of us roam around you because we're sick and you have all the damn resources and we can't we can't get to them because you were selfish that is really like so ugly. This is a time for you to really showcase the human in you. Like use this time as a wake up call, reflect and really use this time to really be a good person. Is that so hard? We lead with our ego and like people don't realize that ego is really what even got us to this point here. Being so selfish about the things we do. People thinking that they can eat any and, and every animal and think there's no consequence. You think yourself to be bigger than source and God and and there's consequences to these things. And and if we continue to operate like we're not learning no type of lesson, we're going to continue to just go through the same cycle and the same... God, it's just... We're, we got to do better. We have to do better. And this is the time for you to really show off how human you can be. This is when your neighbors need you. This is when your community needs you. And, and, I, and I really urge you to to use this time to not overreact and and really use your your soul to guide you and don't and don't don't let ego drive the bus and and lead you to be exactly like the oppressor you know everyone's sitting here just so disappointed in how the government is acting i, I read an article how like the the ceo of of Whole Foods is asking other employers to donate their paid sick leave to employers who catch the virus instead of just giving the employer that time. You're going to make other employers feel bad about someone else needing the time so they're going to sacrifice their own time. God forbid they then catch it and can't use their own because they sacrifice it for someone else. Like, it, Listen, don't be exactly like the the problem. Be the solution. Don't feel like there's you're giving something up by being a good person. Like, And, and that's why it's always been so hard for me to operate in this world because I've always, my heart has always been in a good place. Sometimes it might not come off that way or sometimes I might know how to, I might, I might not know how to cope with the, the fact that others don't operate that way but it's always been from a place of love and it's just it's it's, it's we got to do better and that really leads me to my last tip I I really I really urge you to lead with love I feel like this virus has us scared we're, we're walking in fear we hear someone sneeze and or cough and we want to kill them like we want to kill them we used to say bless you when someone sneezed and now we're literally saying i will kill you like i will kill you how dare you cough how dare you sneeze and 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 we're just constantly like with with like a radar up and and ready to fight if we have to and that's not leading in love and that doesn't manifest what we need and and listen this is a time where 
there's people who are walking amongst us who are really scared and have a right to be like i said the people who are high risk the elderly people with diabetes people with respiratory issues um those are the people who are really afraid we have doctors who don't have enough equipment they don't have the masks because we've wiped them all off the shelves they don't have what they need and these are the people who are really at risk and we need to lead with love and we need to do things to help the things fall into place for us to be able to get out of this situation um, if you lead in fear, if you lead with ego, it's going to keep us at the lowest frequency and we're not going to get out of this situation. We're just going to have more unwanted chaos. So I urge, urge, urge you, my beautiful listeners, my amazing people with all this light that you have within yourselves, I urge you to lead with love. So to wrap up these tips get perspective you can get perspective by doing research look into what's happened to the past realize this is not the first time this too shall pass use this as a wake-up call learn from this take some time to work within and and work on the things that really give you purpose and really feed your soul stop overreacting by staying informed the the way you stop overreacting is if you really get that perspective and get that information it won't lead you to run to the store and buy things in bulk and leave all the shelves empty for no one else to buy anything and again always 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 lead with love first lead with love first don't lose that light that love that's within you because times are rough times are rough and that's fine and 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 things and things come to reality for us to learn something for us to feel something sometimes we're forced to feel and and sometimes we get so sucked up with the distraction that we forget what it's like to feel but you're being forced to feel so just just keep going with the motions stay positive do what you can um to protect yourself do practice that social distancing as much as you can Um, help those in need keep others in mind and like I can't say it again I can't say it enough just just lead with with your heart first and and we'll be fine um and just keep that keep that mindset going that we'll we'll be fine so with that being said let's get a woosah in because man even I need it you know woosah and I hope you guys got your dose of fresh air and I will talk to you guys next week.